Hello, I'm Eric Chabro with the Information Security Media Group, and I'm speaking with U.S. Representative James Langevin, the Rhode Island Democrat who co-chairs the House Cybersecurity Caucus. He also co-chaired the highly respected Commission on Cybersecurity for the 44th Presidency, which was favorably cited by President Obama in his recent announcement on the White House cybersecurity policy. Thank you, Congressman, for taking the time to chat. Thank you. Great to be with you. President Obama proposes a White House cybersecurity coordinator, which doesn't go as far as the special assistant envisioned by the Commission on Cybersecurity, as well as two bills introduced by Senators Carper and Rockefeller. Do you feel there's still a need for a higher-ranking cybersecurity advisor in the White House? Well, let me begin by commending President Obama for making cybersecurity issue a priority so early on in his young administration. This quick action should really serve as a clear indication to both the public and the private sector of how serious this issue has become for our nation. In terms of the uh, the person who uh, will be coordinating cybersecurity for the country, I certainly would like to see the strongest possible authority for this person being able to coordinate both on the policy level and on the budgetary level. It, it, although the president from day one in, in the findings of the 60-day review didn't directly appoint a, a, an assistant to the president, uh, he did uh, say that they're creating a, a cyber coordinator that will have regular access to the president. And that's, that's important. If you think of it in terms of ranks, the top kind of position would be an assistant to the president, and evidently there are 25 of those by statute. Those are all full right now. The next would be a deputy assistant to the president. Third would be a special assistant to the president. So it's still open to the possibility this could be a deputy assistant to the president, and if this person has great credibility on cybersecurity and is given the right authority, I think this can still work, and I hope that the administration will move in that direction of a deputy assistant to the president uh, with strong, uh, again, authority uh, on this issue. Are you disappointed at all that he didn't name one so far? I think this issue is so important that I want everything done yesterday, so uh, I'm maybe a little bit biased. The president has made this a priority early on. Uh, the next will, you know, step will be to who uh, is selected as the cyber coordinator, and hopefully they, uh, it will be a dynamic individual with uh, respected credentials in cybersecurity that everyone will respect so that when they speak, they're trusted and uh, respected from, from day one. And then, again, having the right authority and the right support within the administration will be critical. What do you see as the most pressing information security challenge facing the federal government, and what is Congress's responsibility to address that challenge? Well, in terms of information security, it's securing our, our own networks, uh, which is important. We've lost so much in terms of digital information because of cyber hackers, whether it's at the nation-state level or other individuals who have probed in, uh, our networks and exfiltrated data. We've not done a good job very up to this point of securing our, our cyber networks. The president, in a decisive statement, said that our cyber networks uh, are a national asset and we will use all national assets of national power to protect those networks. It's finally getting, again, the right attention and support that it needs. Why do you suspect we are not in that position with our with securing our information networks? Even the previous administration was slow to recognize cybersecurity as an issue, and it wasn't until the waning days of the Bush administration that they uh, came out with a comprehensive cybersecurity initiative that was launched, and it was a multi-billion dollar, multi-year effort to better secure our networks in cyberspace. But I don't think that was the approach that is really needed. I think we need to even do more, go further, but at least they started, and we want to build on that, what they have started, and that's what the Obama administration is uh, looking to do right now. Because something critical hasn't happened yet, you know, we haven't seen any cyber pro so to speak. That's another reason why perhaps everyone has been slow to uh, get their arms around this issue and recognize how important it is and how damaging it could be if a cyber attack were carried out. It's hard to stay one step ahead of the bad guys, uh, and we're not doing that at this point. We're not staying one step ahead of the bad guys. So uh, hopefully we, by redoubling our efforts, by having this, this better focus that the administration has laid out, uh, that we will get better at uh, more effectively securing our cyber networks. 
You've been vocal about the relationship between securing government IT and the mostly privately controlled critical national IT infrastructure. What role does the federal government play in leading efforts to secure these interrelated networks? And does President Obama's plan provide the right framework to achieve this? Much of our nation's critical infrastructure is in the hands of the private sector. Our electric grid, our banking system, our telecommunications system, all of these things are mostly, in a sense, in the, in the private sector. Uh, we're not looking to run all of this security, but clearly we have to have better coordination and have to be more robust uh, regulations, per se, put in place to make sure that it's done the right way. Now, the president said we're not going to just uh, dictate standards, but we are going to try to find it looks like some kind of combination between incentives and regulation where necessary to make sure that the private sector is, is properly securing its own networks. How far should the government go in securing the nation's critical infrastructure? And by that, let me give you an example. Senator Rockefeller's legislation gives the president the power to shut down Internet traffic domestically during a state of emergency. I'm still looking at the Rockefeller legislation, so I can't comment specifically on, on that. But I will say that there is a, a critical national security issue. Then the president, by virtue of his, his role as commander-in-chief, should have broad authority to use all assets of national power to protect our cyber infrastructure, even if that is in the hands of private sector. But uh, for the most part, we want the private sector to you know, do what it's, it's doing in, in running the electric grid and the banking system and you know, the telecommunications system and other areas of critical infrastructure, stepping in only where we're absolutely necessary from a national security standpoint. That's why the public-private partnership is just so critically important. And I think the model that we could use and look to is the Y2K problem, where we did have a strong public-private partnership and we averted any kind of digital catastrophe from, uh, from occurring. There was a combination of incentives, but also regulation where needed. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about a strong public-private partnership between the federal government and critical infrastructure in the private sector. Well, thank you, Congressman. I appreciate the time you spent with us. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Good to talk to you. I've been speaking with Representative James Lavagen, a congressional leader on cybersecurity. I'm Eric Chabro of the Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.